0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the show. What a wonderful weekend I had. Can I just say a big thank you to everybody down in Castlebar Comedy Club? We had such an amazing night down in Bridge Street. Uh, myself and Garode Farley uh, were on that night, hosted by the wonderful Jerry Staunton. What a night we had. If you were ever down in Castlebar, not only do you have to check out Bridge Street, pub, but you got to check next door to it, Mick Byrne's pub, who turns out I met Mick Byrne seven years ago um, when I was in town doing a play with Drew Theatre Company, believe it or not, and geez, lads, Mick Byrne, tell him, tell him steve o you. he'll look after you, you'll have to sign the visitor's book, but you'll get a free medium, a medium is uh, a pint of Guinness that you know when you do the first part pour, well he just doesn't top it up again, but I think he gives it to you, I don't think he still charges you a full price, and then he'll ply you full of drink, and then you'll be going mick I do not drink before I go on stage and the young girl behind the bar the 16 year old will go to you sure there's a coffee machine next door you're grand <laughs> we had an amazing time with our pints of or not pints our mediums and our he gave us some some shot glass and green stuff that lo- with a bailey's head and it looked like diesel but anyway he came up to me afterwards and said sure we're just trying to get rid of the bottle <laughs> <laughs> but what a, what that was Halloween night It was a wonderful evening And thanks to the people at Green Bay Bed and breakfast We had a fantastic time uh, in there as well They always look after us with a big a big dirty fry in the morning But sure that's what you want the morning After you've been fed full of mediums And then I drove off to the Hawkswell in Sligo Where I was opening for Des Bishop's tour uh, Take the points Great crackdown in Sligo Lovely pass. We found a lovely Italian there Genuine proper Italian restaurant can't remember the name of it now but it was absolutely fantastic i had a carbonara that i was just like now usually when i get a carbonara in a restaurant i'm kind of pissed off that i ordered it because i kind of go i can make better at home but they did something special but this one i have to say it was proper tasty so and then the gig in the hawk was absolutely i was actually brilliant it was one of the one of those gigs you're like jesus that was great that was great. They, you were on fire sligo so a oh, shout out to all the sligo people um, who uh, joined me on Instagram uh, earlier on in the week. Um, thank you for an amazing show. It was great crack. I can't remember anything in particular from that night. Oh, there was, good load of lo- there was a gang from the local hotel were there that had a few drinks now, but they were up for the crack. And I had lovely seaweed baths in Sligo. That's right. That's what you do when you're in Sligo. You go out to not Strand Hill, we can have a beautiful walk on the beach out in Strandhill, but you can get amazing seaweed baths. Just Google—I think it's Voya Baths. I was in there for an hour, covered in seaweed. The seaweed kind of makes the water in a gooey, kind of weird way. It's amazing for your skin, amazing for relaxing. And then there's a there's a steam cubicle next to the bath as well. So that's that's what I do when I'm on the road, guys. Steam, steaming, and seaweed baths and all that stuff was gorgeous. But it makes the water changes the texture of the water and makes it feel like it's lube or something. Oops, excuse me, got a hiccup. Makes it feel like it's lube or something. So Yeah, it was all the lols uh down in Sligo. I was in Strand Hill, I was out in Ross's Point as well. I as you'll see on my Instagram some lovely photos. Uh Jesus, the scenery down there is absolutely beautiful. And it was raining, but it was like that kind of spitty uh drizzling rain. And I went down and when I was down on Strand Hill Beach, I picked up some the stones there. I know this sounds ridiculous, but like it's covered in be- there's loads of beautiful sand for you to run around on, but then up the back of the beach, there's all these stones, and they're absolutely some of the most beautiful stones you'll ever seen. They're so round and smooth, which is, according to any geography that I remember from school, means that they've been they've been thrown around fairly roughly in the sea because the sea is pretty wild down there. Um, so the rounder they are, the more rough that they've been thrown around on the seabed. So I brought stones back. I brought Stones from Strand Hill back to Dublin to my daughter, and she was delighted with them. We spent the whole afternoon playing with Stones from Strand Hill. So thank you very much, Sligo. A wonderful time. And then we were off down to Kilkenny on the Saturday night down uh, to... Oh, there's Seagulls outside. They must know I'm doing the podcast. They're squaring up to me outside the window. Look at him there. That's him that takes the piss out of me on stage. Anyway, down in Kilkenny, Watergate Theatre, grey crack, poor old days hurt his back as you will have seen on Instagram, so I ended up having to tie his shoes and all the all sorts of crap that you wouldn't believe, but another wonderful night in Kilkenny, grey crack as well. So that's it, um, By the time you are listening to this, I'll have done two shows in Galway uh, because as I'm recording this, it's Monday. We're off to Galway tonight to the Town Hall Theatre. So looking forward to a couple of nights in Galway. Galway is a great, great, great town. Uh, I lived there for a few months when I was with that Druid gig, actually. So looking forward to hanging out in Galway for the next couple of days. Uh, Coming up, shows coming up, Waterford, are you listening to me? My show, Son of a Preacher Man, is coming to Central Arts on November the 15th. The ticket sales, I'm going to be honest, are woeful. But that happened the last time as well. And there was a big walk up and we had a full room and it was great. So if you know anybody in Waterford, I'm really genuinely looking forward to getting down there and doing the show. I had a great time doing the previews down there. If you know anybody in Waterford, give them a shout that I'm going to be in Central Arts in Waterford on November the 15th. You can go uh, on to hellostevo.com. The link to the tickets are there. You can go to Central Arts website. You can go to my Facebook, my Instagram, blah, blah. There are tickets available. I would love you all to come down uh, to the show um and yeah november the 15th friday night let's do this waterford and other than that i've got plenty of shows i mean pretty much the month of november is taken up with i'm going to be doing des's tour we're going to be in all sorts of places i'm going to be at back up in blanchestown going to be in clane going to be in clonmel going to be in i'm looking at the calendar now i'm going to be all over the place but um that that tour finishes at the end of of November I'm up in Northern Ireland on the 30th of November with Neil Delamere's show and then I'm back doing the club circuit in December I'm going to be doing the Comedy Crunch on the 2nd of December. City Limits down in Cork, boy, on the 6th and the 7th of December. Cherry Comedy on the 9th of December. And Down to Wonky Donkey on the 13th of December. And the 14th of December, back up in um, Chapman's Comedy Club. So plenty of stuff going on over the next couple of months. Follow my Instagram at hellostevo. Thanks for all the new followers that have come along. And uh, I hope you're enjoying the crack on the Instagram. On the podcast today i'm delighted to bring you this podcast this week because the poor woman who is on the podcast has had an awful week an awful week if you follow her on instagram justine stafford she is the wonderful may amazing person but behind 90 percent of the funny stuff that joe.ie do she writes memes and funny stories and funny content and she's been in the game for quite a long time at the tender she's only at the still young tender age of 25 but she's a fascinating story as to where she came from and how she ended up in the work that she's doing because this is one of those jobs that like 10 years ago, they didn't exist. But now she is the one who's doing it for one of the biggest me online media companies around at the moment, Justine, personal message to you right now i know you are going through absolute hell at the moment she's had an operation on her gums this week and um she's just posted now a pretty (laughs) unfortunately the old stitches burst apparently according to her instagram and she is in bed at home not in a good way because of the operation she's had to have this week so justine From me to you, from all the listeners of the Hello Stevo podcast, I really hope this perks up your week. I hope you are uh, feeling better and you're getting lots of love and lots of TLC. And um, yeah, I just hope, I wish you a very, very, very speedy recovery. This is a fantastic episode. Justine is a brilliant person and she's had a fantastically interesting journey from the small country village that she came from to being... Uh, one of the content writers for one of the biggest online media outlets out there. She's also doing stand-up comedy now as well. She is very funny. She's a wonderful person. But in this conversation we also hear about some of the struggles that she's had to get to where she is today. And she is still battling with. She's very yeah. honest about that. So it's a fantastic conversation. Give her a follow. I'll write the her Instagram handle in the description to the show. But she has enough followers to be honest. With you. She got loads of them. <laughs> um, but we, she's a brilliant person. It was such a great time having this conversation with you. So thank you, Justine, for coming on to the show. I wish you a very, very speedy recovery, ladies and gentlemen. This is the fantastic Justine Stafford. Hey, you now, ladies and gentlemen, she's not from Dublin, but please welcome Justine Stafford we from Knobber County yeah. Mead, hey which you. I've been there.
1: What? Yes. Oh,
0: stop. <laughs> I didn't tell you before we started. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Oh my God, I'm in shock.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've been to Knobber. I think on a couple of occasions uh, for fishing. Believe it or not. Oh. Is that a thing? Or I there's mean, a lake? I know you ta- yeah. We go. You drive into Knobber. You take a left at a pub. I think. Yes. And it could, brings you down to some kind of lake not far White from Whitewood Lake. Yes, you there you in go. Whitewood Lake. There you are now. And I, I, can, I can guess the year because I had a car. I had a Ford Focus at the time. I, I remember a Ford
2: Focus.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, the crossovers. <laughs> oh, my belie- unbelievable, the crossover connections. It was crossover episode. <laughs> um, it was in, I think, um, uh, it was 2000. So Coldplay's album X and Y was big at the time. Okay. So that's a while ago. Geez, you're probably in bloody primary school. At it's this like set. reeling in the years, I was like going through
1: everything that was big that year. Well, I just
0: remember <laughs> blasting that as we were driving out. I was a carpenter at the time, and uh, I brought, I picked up my brother and a mate, and there was lads already meeting us out there. So one of my friends worked in Tara Mines. Oh my god! Yeah. This so. Is... I was working for a company based in Dunshaughlin at the time. Oh, <laughs> all the hotspots. How spots. did you keep all this from me until now? This is insane. And um, I remember I went back to Blanchestown, picked up my brother and his mate, and we drove out to Narborough where the guy from Tara Mines was waiting because there was a great spot there for catching Brilliant.
2: pike. And did you catch much?
0: I don't um we we I don't think we caught anything but I do remember one of the funniest uh, things ever like it's making me laugh now even saying it is I used to help out with that's right I used to help out with a youth group in uh, in Dublin 15 so lads right, from like yeah. uh like working class areas that have you know it was a youth group for young people yeah. that were struggling whatever and um So the other lad Who worked in Tower Mines He brought some of the lads out already And they were there waiting But they're obviously all messers you know what I mean Fishing me bollocks you know what I mean We're out in the bleeding cultures here Lads (laughs) lads lads But my brother was there And he's like He's (laughs) He's looking back, and I don't know how to describe him. He's like he's in his own world. You know what I mean? But he he decided that he's going to try really hard, so he will okay. catch something, which yeah. is the That's thing that you works. don't do. Yeah. So I'll never forget him. Like he was crouched and he was holding on to the oh rod really god. hard because he was trying hard. And one of the young lads <laughs> fucks a stone yeah. over his head and it makes a big, huge splash, like in his peripheral vision. And he's like, "Oh my god! I <laughs> Did you see the size uh-huh. of that? The size of that fucking thing!" Well, oh I still to this day doesn't. God. I don't think. He knows that it was a stone, but anyway, the weird
2: things a- happen down there because I remember my dad brought us fishing once, and my brother had the rod and went to pull it back. Right, And there was like two old men fishing there as well, and your man wound them before he pulled it goes, "Don't pull that fucking rod because it had gone into his ear." Oh my!
0: <laughs> <laughs> he was that calm. Yeah, like, don't <laughs> don't you dare pull Happens it off. every Open. time, <laughs>
2: every time.
0: Yeah. So how far is that from your from your
2: three minutes no way three minutes yeah because we went i did a film a little short film um i did a play in nabber it's called awake in nabber and uh we filmed halfway through it you wrote
0: we, a play well we were in it and oh, we sorry, kind of, it was adapted that so we okay. did
2: about people in nabber and it was the yeah. locals and characters and uh it was basically about awake and in the first half it's them going to the wake and the funeral and then the second. Sorry, for half, those
0: outside of ireland awake <laughs> is it's very irish yeah awake it's a is, session
2: really yeah yeah
0: but it's a session around a dead body kind yeah. of isn't it yeah yeah <laughs> deadly but so when the person dies they don't go to the funeral home do they They go to the they go or the, they're they, yeah they, the they do go to the funeral home to have the bits and bobs done but then they bring the body back to the house where it's from back. yeah and everyone gets have a final send off send off everyone yeah. gets smashed around this body yeah
2: Nine times out of ten the priest <laughs> is one of those people um, <laughs> if he's a character but yeah. uh we had the first half is basically that they were going to the funeral and the second half was after the funeral and the middle bit of the play was meant to be that what you didn't see on, on stage was that uh he was meant to be buried at sea but your man that was doing it was locked after the wake
0: right. and he was
2: meant to put weights in the body bag but he didn't so the body just started floating on the Uh water, right?
0: (laughs) It looks like that kind of (laughs) thing as well. Right. Yeah, exactly. So
2: the play was that we'd have the first half and second half then, but you wouldn't see what had happened, just Uh be them discussing that. We decided Feck it, we go out and film that and show it halfway through ah, during the interval. very good. So that's what we did. But like, it looked like a mafia job gone wrong because we'd like <laughs> got a carpet and a GAA ball and wrapped it up <laughs> in black bin bags. And like people the down Nobber there. Were, mafia. <laughs> yeah, people down there were watching us being like, it looked like we were throwing a body overboard. And oh it was just there God. floating. And we'd man it. So up you, as you, a you were in the boat? Yeah.
0: Going out in the boat with this... <laughs> hypothetical body, body in, yeah, a, in a yeah and carpet. we
2: had a man dressed as a priest because the priest is doing the oh ceremony God. and I'm filming it all and then we edited it and showed it and that was probably one of the, the highlights of the of the play. Because everyone right. was like, didn't see that coming as yeah, well. Yeah, there yeah, would of be. Course. So yeah. a lot a lot of action down a highway. So, so how lo-
0: how long were you when you how old were you saying when you did that? How oh long was that, that
2: was Four, four years ago because I was working in FM okay. 104 at the time. I ah. was intern. It was first job after college right. and I was still commuting and it broke my heart because I'd be up at five in the morning to get a bus to commute to Dublin wow. and I'd get home and we'd have rehearsals from like half nine to half eleven then I'd be back back up doing the same every single day. <sighs> but I loved it. I loved that play but equally it broke me.
0: You obviously love na- love uh, Narber as well. Like you love that where you come from yeah. as well you know, to, to commute that far. Well, like Where's yeah. the closest... Can you get a bus from Norbert? Or you c- you, you to- actually
2: can now. Right. Yeah. yeah okay. Which is handy. But now I live in Dublin. I have a car. so Yeah. Uh, but. Yeah. You- no. I am. I, I like. It's it's one of those places where you say the word. People oh. are like. I didn't think that was a real place. That's nine times out of ten what you
1: get. Like
0: I can't remember the jokes. But I remember those young lads that we brought out had like i don't know they were firing out jokes not about this not about mm. that blah, blah. it's like it's amazing okay, uh, so give people a, a picture of uh, what it's like uh, <laughs> it's small it's very small very small village, uh, village yeah. yeah
2: so i live outside the village kind of close to like the outskirts yeah. uh, of the village in just middle of nowhere and um, suburbs in the suburbs <laughs> uh but it's just one street long really you have your GA pitch. Yeah. Uh, there used to be a butcher's that's gone now. Right. It's into centra, so we've the shop, one shop, and then we have the post office right. and two pubs.
0: Wow. Yeah. So proper Irish village. There you go. And the closest big town is
2: Navin So Navin
0: is the closest. Navin would be. So is that so you drive out the, you drive out the other side of Navin or you drive north at Navin, is it or out the, remember. yeah. Okay, at the far side. N- yeah, yeah. But Towards but Cavan, basically. Yes. yes. So
2: you can go either in Avon's closest or Kingscourt County Cavan are the two right, closest. Right, okay. So you're very much on the border. So I'm from yeah. is like 10 minutes from Cavan.
0: Okay, And right. then
2: Carrick, or Monaghan is another 10 minutes from there. Right.
0: So. so how long does it take to drive to Dublin?
2: Ah, depends how fast you're going. But I suppose, <laughs> uh, depends if you're legally, late. Legally, legally yeah. just <laughs> <laughs> Um i'd say an hour and you get away with it an hour but okay an hour. It depends yeah, yeah. what side of the city you're going and wow that. okay yeah, so you bad.
0: so you've a, you've a fascinating because for people who don't know justine is huge like i know you from the internet basically <laughs> that's how i know you and then you started turning up at comedy clubs so and i was like oh my god that's
1: that's, that's just that yeah so i know you
0: from following you on instagram just from uh yeah. coming across your your random funnies and all that that's stuff it, um it was brilliant. But for those you don't know, like you're uh, is a content creator, is that the kind of terminology? Yes, yeah, I suppose
2: it's the wanky title. <laughs> like, but I'm you're like,
0: very, very funny and you're oh very good no. at it. It's one of those things that I look at and I go, I can't do that. I don't know, I don't <laughs> know how that works. you know what I mean? I don't know how you come up ah, with these you like could that, totally be. That totally. T- that to- those um those uh those t-shirts of Marty
2: Mar- <laughs> yeah, Marcy. I, until the day he comes <laughs> after me. But I don't think he would. I think he'd be I, would tell,
0: I worked with him recently. You were saying yeah, yeah. that, yeah.
2: But he seems like, I think he's into that. He loves the crack. He loves the... Um, the attention.
0: To, the, okay. attention. Yeah. the attention. He loves the attention. He loves the... Uh, what you call it the yeah the aura that he's created of Marty Mar- yeah. Marcy Party. that's, that's re- <laughs> yeah. you basically nailed it for those who don't know like Marty Marcy is like a hardcore <laughs> sports journalist who mainly reports on gaA in this country mm-hmm. which is Gaelic football and and hurling the Irish sports here and um he's yeah he's a bit of a, a bit of a character mm. on the TV and he always has a bit of a tan that's well, like, you know, questionable. where would you, where you pick that tan. one up? All, yeah. Where would you pick that one up? My favourite
2: thing he's ever reported on, though, was uh, during the big storm, right? And do you remember that week yes. on The Late Late? They had about the, uh, 10 people in the audience. Yeah. And, because uh,
0: nobody could make it to the <laughs> No!
2: So the people, they grabbed off the street. <laughs> right. And uh, I remember they sent him, I don't know why because they were struggling for content that oh, week. they just
0: put him on the on the panel to no oh.
2: they sent him to report from the one wedding that took place that day
0: oh my god and
2: it's just him <laughs> in this random pla- like it, it made no sense it's so irish it's it was so insane irish. yeah
0: insane and he's like he's getting on as well he's not a young man yeah. like do you know what i mean it's uh but he's loving this so anyway justine made these brilliant t-shirts that oh, instead yeah. of Marty Marcy, they're called Party Marcy because that's the yeah, kind of character he is.
2: him drinking Blue Wicked on the front. Is that cabin, what it is? Yeah. Yeah, so...
0: So how did you... So, because coming from, from Knobber, <laughs> a small village in the centre of Ireland, to, like, you know, you're even telling us there about the stuff that you did for your local community, playing, yeah. and videography and, and stuff like that. You were always... And I know you post it online and stuff, like you were always into making, from a kid, making movies yeah. and all that stuff. So.
2: I, it started because I went to primary school in a little place outside in Aberystwyth so called Kilbeg. And, uh, oh, best days ever. Really? You know when you're there and they're like, oh, children, you know, school, best days of your life. and are like, no, it's not. But now, looking back, I'm like, oh, God, take me back. Really? But, uh, oh, class. And it's, oh. it's
0: different in that size of a community as well, yeah, primary school?
2: Yeah, especially, yeah, there's only 10 and uh, 11 in our class. Okay, so oh. Yeah. Um, we were like in fifth class our teacher, his brother worked in RT and there was this he got word of this youth film competition that was happening uh-huh. uh where every they picked schools yet to apply and different schools around the country got to make a short film. Uh-huh. So we applied to do it and the teacher had me film and edit it. And when the brother saw the final video, he was like, Jesus, who did this? He was like they have a bit of an eye for it. Uh-huh. So that was the moment because the teacher told me this, right? Right. And he's like Oh my brother said you have a knife that you should really look into doing this and then the film basically was like in a film festival but it won the overall best film. Wow. It was insane. Like we were up in the RDS at school like the bus going up we were like Jesus the head, the lights everything yeah, it was spectacular so, the yeah, city it's <laughs> so exciting. And then when they called out our name we were like oh my god. Wow. Because it was so how old were you then? 10? <laughs> Jesus that's amazing.
0: And so <laughs> where did they, had you been doing all this stuff at home and playing around with a video camera or No this is your first time doing yeah. that yeah wow.
2: so then from that then uh, I was like maybe there's something in this so generally that was the moment if he had never said this to me or that had never happened I never would have gotten into it because that Christmas then I wrote to Santa I was like come here give us a camcorder <laughs> and
0: so you've been using uh, a school camera to do that we've just been
2: doing that yeah Jeez. just for that it's insane like but uh got the camcorder and then I just never put it down like but I mean I look back I just look back at footage now and some of the things I made are so questionable I just followed my dog around for a day to just follow like that's an interesting
0: mind though to do that kind of stuff
2: yeah just the different angles and everything though that's what it really was and then doing my own cookery shows Um <laughs> I think I saw. also did you yeah. post some of them yeah <laughs> oh yeah I made my own theme tune where it's just me going da 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 da, da like atrocious, atrocious the babysitter
0: was <laughs> what I found very funny you had a babysitter <laughs> oh <wasn't? laughs>
2: the poor woman and she
0: ended up in a few of your sketches <laughs> yeah. or films or whatever it was
2: yeah god love her Tess she was a trooper because she couldn't remember the lines so I remember there was one <laughs>
0: <laughs> Come on, Tex. <Tess. laughs> Come on. <laughs> You're used to this gig by
1: now, surely.
2: But uh, I remember having to write it on the inside of a paper so she could be holding the paper but literally reading it. That's right. She was, was doing it in that. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was like, be quiet. I'm trying to read the deaths <laughs> to see if I'm in them. Like it was, you know. So from that, then that's when I started just kept making them. And the primary school teacher told me about there was a youth film festival in Limerick where mm-hmm. you could enter, anyone up to 18 could enter films. So that then gave me like a a goal to aim towards, I was like, oh, sure, maybe I'll make something for that. Mm. So I remember the first thing I made was a day in the life of a shopping trolley <laughs> where it started off with a council worker pulling it out of the lake. Yeah. Whitewood Lake was yeah. used. <laughs> oh my God, <laughs> here we are full circle again. <laughs> oh my
0: God. Uh, I'm so good at my research for a podcast. <laughs>
2: <insane>. <laughs> this is amazing. Yeah. Um... And then it goes into the shopping centre. Tess does her shopping. And then she puts it back. And then these hoodlums steal it. And they go messing on it. And then they put it right back in the
0: lake at the end.
2: So that was the first thing I made. Right. And that was a short film. Yeah. Yeah. There was no dialogue. It was just all music. Yeah.
0: And how did you even edit that kind of stuff? Did you have a computer that you uploaded to? Yeah.
2: Windows Movie Maker. Windows Movie
0: Maker. (laughs) Wow. The
2: most atrocious atrocious editing software looking back and <laughs> we're seeing what i use now i'm like oh my god because it would crash because it, it's windows yeah and would crash like <laughs> every 15 minutes right and you'd lose all your photos you'd be like
0: the <laughs> stress of it yeah the stress oh my yeah, god but that's so that's where all that started out yeah. from and you, you went on to do that kind of stuff and like is that what you were into as a kid or you know because in small village irish country towns it's, sometimes it can be like you're part of the drama society or the, the guy club. And yeah. if you're not, it can be a bit like, what the fuck do you do? What do, do you do? Yeah. yeah,
2: I tried the guy. Um, yeah. Oh, did you play guys? as well? I did, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, a proper me woman, <laughs> huh? Yeah. <laughs> um, and then slowly realized, not for me. But okay. uh, <laughs> then I was like, I don't really... That. And there was no real groups. There was just gather. It was yes, a drama okay, group. Right. I was, that's randomly every year or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. A few years they decided to do something. Um, so that's why then the camcorder. like my summers were just spent at my gaff just filming. Done. And then recruiting my brother or my family. And right. like I had then all my grandpa- my grandparents and my grand-aunts and uncles in my film that okay. I entered the year after. Right. Um, where it was them escaping from an old folks home. And... <laughs> just, <laughs> they're that, brilliant
0: premises I mean they're I don't brilliant. Know, but
2: that then ended up winning and oh I got to God. go to South Korea for a film festival out there wow like yeah and I wasn't From gonna novel. go like that's huge Ooh, yeah. that's amazing but I wasn't gonna go to South Korea because I had my junior cert mocks and I was such a nerd and like everyone's like are you fucking well in I, the head? I am like
0: said, a joke? you went no. to Korea did you go to Korea oh I did I did yeah oh, thank yeah. you for- <laughs>
2: <laughs> imagine that. Yeah, imagine if I hadn't. like
0: <laughs> junior, certainly I was an after- Do you look back dose. at how, how do you feel about school now, looking back? Because, like, I still hold a bit of guilt that I didn't do a bit of work, but then I changed school that many times. Like, oh. I failed the junior, then didn't do the leave, and so then I kind of look back and go, I kind of wish I'd gone to college or something like that, but do you look yeah. back and all that and go... Do you know what? It's weird, but I look
2: back the opposite way. I wish I hadn't have been so stressed out about okay. exams yeah, and stuff yeah, because yeah. I was yeah. a loser. Like, I'd never i just go home and I'd be, like, doing homework and studying. And right. I wish I'd eased up a bit because the whole pressure on us was, like, you know, college, yeah. college. Especially because Naber, before that, the years before that, the majority of people that went there didn't end up going to college. So they were really... They'd gotten a new principal in um, and he was really eager to get people to go to third level. So, he so went, yeah,
0: he was under some pressure to, yeah, kind of, to yeah, get yeah. that Yeah, to get
2: that. He was brilliant principal, Mr. Goggins, but... Uh, shout out. Was, shout out, but uh, <laughs> he... Yeah, there was a lot of pressure. And, but the thing was, we never really felt that... It was either college, there was never like the idea of there's another way. If that doesn't work, there's always a yeah, way to get there. Yeah. So I just felt like it was third level or nothing. Yeah, yeah. Um, so like, Which
0: is what they teach in, in the education system. In, yeah, it's anyway. so I'll never forget... I'm not going to shout out your name, Miss. Right? Mm. But in uh, English class, not far from here, I went to uh, one of the schools I went to was uh, uh, Declan's in Canberra, and uh, ah. uh, I loved. I actually loved it there. Um, I wasn't because I was probably just academically I was lost at that stage anyway. But I was great at sports in there. Mm. But uh, she, remember, I never forget her saying to me and a few of the lads that well, we were all on the hurling teams and doing really well in sports, but we had no. Um, we were a bit lost. We didn't. We had no idea what what the fuck we were going to do yeah. after school. And I remember her looking at us and going, "Lads, no leaving, cert, no life." And oh, I remember that really just going. Oh my god! I remember me and Padder Carton looking at each other going, "We're fucked." <laughs> <laughs> but hurling, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But hurling that pays well, doesn't
2: it? <laughs> How many schools were you going to then?
0: Uh, I think I, I counted the, the other day. I did in over the course of primary and secondary. I think it was in six or seven, oh maybe. Oh my god! But um, but
2: that's tough because I remember like new kids come in it's tough like
0: yeah 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 it was i was i was in one school in, in Blanchardstown, and um, that just it was a disaster when we moved but it was also dealing with like i was talking to i was talking to a friend of mine actually in a podcast the other day and i was saying even little tiny things like i went to a decent primary school in middleton and cork and mm. then moved to the secondary school that no one from that primary school was going to So everyone yeah, was going to another secondary school and i yeah. went to the other opposite one and i loved the other one that i went to but little things like in matt's class Everybody knew algebra and we hadn't done algebra in primary school, but because they mm-hmm. went to a primary school that had done algebra, all of a sudden just, maths is forgotten uh... about. So, and you're not, you're, you're 12, 13, you're not going to go, um, can I just get a refresher? Yeah. Oh, that. So it's just like, it's, you're just lost. That's uh... it, you know, you So th- little things like that happened. I moved from, then when I moved from Cork to one school in Dublin and then to another school, depending on the teachers you had, you were learning different Irish So you know, there's monster Irish and there's comic Irish and all that. So Irish was out the window for secondary school as well. Um, I didn't really, yeah. But anyway, that's uh, why did
2: you pick the school that no one else was going to? I'm sure I didn't. My parents Uh, are are, all religious,
0: so we went. No, don't say this out loud, anybody. But we went to the Protestant primary school, and um, but they all went. That's why you have an orange, Mike. um uh, we went to because we were we were we were we were protestant uh, extremists we were born again christians right oh yeah <laughs> that's what yeah. my dad did for a living yeah so uh we were in the protestant primary school but they all went to the protestant secondary school but uh, that was a okay. private school oh and we had no money no we no, were in no, a council no, 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 no. so we went to the christian brothers then secondary yeah. school, which i which i loved hmm. But um, but then everyone in our state went to the community school. They didn't go to the to the Christian Brothers. So mm. I was the oddball. No matter. Ah. If they, if not, there's nothing worse. But I'm um, oh. here. Here we all are talking about secondary school. Like, I'm talking about it like as in nearly 20 years ago you've <laughs> yeah <laughs> you, you, you've only done it um, twi- twi- seven years ago <laughs>
2: 2011 was 2011 my you did your leaving start holy yeah, shit yeah do
0: you know what I was doing this will make you laugh what I was doing in 2011 I went back to school in 2011 oh. <laughs> and 25 <laughs> to do a PLC I'm course. 25 now <laughs> <laughs> There you go Oh my god So you look back on school And what were your interests Subject wise in school
2: Um, Did you get
0: what you wanted Like to get to third level I did
2: yeah Like I mean The course I wanted was By the way That that noise (laughs) Sorry to interrupt you Is those
0: Assholes across the road That have have been going on Since half six this morning That must be fun in the morning they only ah only, oh, stop well actually I didn't wake up the missus did <laughs> uh,
2: <laughs> those bloody builders <laughs> <laughs> oh, literally only started this morning
0: no uh, well they've started I think they started yeah maybe last week they were doing bits and pieces but uh, hey but just, sorry about that noise guys yeah. but you know what it is but anyway yeah. back to Justine's school
2: Um. yeah so the course I wanted was 320 And I got 560. Oh, Jesus. I know.
0: Which means you applied for the wrong bloody (laughs) card. Well, this is the
2: thing because I was back and forth constantly because the two big interests I had were art and media and home ec food. And I... Like literally on the day, day where you fill in the C- CAO application I changed it 11 times back and forth between Oh you must be stressed off me- your head Oh horrifically because the thing was like everyone was like oh you should be doing art you should be doing media it's what you know you're good at but I was so terrified of freelance and not having a permanent job at that age, yeah, oh, I mean, th- this <laughs> level of fear in me. Uh, and my parents are very much like, you should be a teacher. That's just kind of the that's norm. Just yeah, it, yeah, yeah. Because they, they're
0: worried about you, basically. That's the thing, yeah. they're like
2: pensional job, yeah, and you could yeah. be doing the media in the summer. Yeah, so I'm yeah. like, right. So it was constantly this thing between like do what you love or do what sounds sensible. So that was, I was either between media or doing home ec teaching in oh. Sligo. And they were back and forth all day. And then it closed applications at 5 p.m. And I just landed on media, oh. right? Dun, dun, dun. And I was like, no, I've, I've made the wrong decision. I wrote them a big letter, apologising. Yeah. <laughs> uh, apologising, <laughs> saying, I'm so sorry. I just, the, the stress of everything, and I don't know what I'm doing. This I've is the made central the wrong- applications <laughs> office, <laughs> yeah. the national
0: coordination for young people's (laughs) Um, applications to third level education. I just remember. Taking yeah. tens of thousands, hundreds <laughs> of thousands of applications, and Justine is writing a letter. Yeah, hey, Justine from Nava down here. <laughs>
2: I put on a card with a sunflower on the
0: front. <laughs> now. I just remembered it. Oh, that's so sweet. But, um,
2: yeah, sent that to them, and then literally they sent it back with a big rejected stamp on it. Oh. The whole, th- like, I was, I was like, there's a The whole stamp application. For this? No, just the card. Just the card. So this. they sent a
0: rejected <laughs> card, stamp on yeah. a card. On a card that you sent. <laughs> yeah, that's so rude.
2: I know. Who I'm, does that? I know. Talk like that was the worst rejection I've probably ever had. Yeah, I mean, you could at least not reply. That was like, <laughs> yeah, leave me unread. Yeah, you know? yeah, Just,
0: Jesus. Yeah.
2: So um, that happened. So then I was like, look, well, I'll stick to the medium, but. Did I? No, because I did it for one year my parents were still like, oh, teaching. And I was like, oh, maybe I made the wrong decision. So I reapplied at SEO. The if they didn't love me the last time, they'd love me this <laughs> time. Um, so you
0: did a year of something, did you?
2: Year of film and broadcasting with Irish in DIT. Okay. And after a year of that, I was like, oh, maybe I made the wrong decision. So I reapplied on SEO because you don't have to pay your college fees until the 31st of October. Um, oh. and now, this is getting dodgy. I think if they found out about this, there would be questions asked, but I reapplied for primary school teaching in Pats. In Pats? Yeah, and got accepted. Sandra, yeah. yeah. So I was in second year media, still doing that, and got accepted for first year in Pats. So I did two college courses at the one time, up until the 31st of October, to try and give me a, well, what would it be like if I did that?
0: So you started the second mm-hmm. year of the Second IH?
2: year media, yeah meanwhile so a lecture would end there and i'd be like right well i'm off to paths and they'd be like what are you doing with your life and that then is I'd,
0: hilarious I'd i wonder to, has anyone ever done that that's brilliant
2: i oh, it's a gray area i think <laughs> and then i'd be over in paths and they'd be like oh did you just do your leaving search I'd be like no i'm actually in college at the minute and they're like what <laughs> is happening so i did it up until 31st october and then i realized nah this is a tough course and I had just done a year of taking the piss, watching films. Right. Barely any lectures. So I was the like, teaching is tough. It was tough. Like I right. mean it was nine to five every day, lectures and it was cool though, because one of the lectures in there is the voice on the Irish Tape Test. And I was like, I know oh. that. That's ingrained in my brain as just horrific that's memories. bernard mm-hmm. Casey does loads of that stuff, doesn't yeah, he? Quid yeah, a all Quid, that. Ah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> fantastic. Um but no it was it was not for me. Okay. I mean I do still think of it down the line if things go horrifically wrong for me, but you might
0: you might go back in and just because I
2: worked in summer camps and stuff, and I do like working with young kids, but um, very oh very God.
0: impressed with the, with the young lady that was here earlier on yeah my, my young daughter justine <laughs> was straight in teaching her we were chatting away. we were at the doctor's office the, at the doctor's we had office. the
2: stethoscope out yeah yeah
0: very, very i was very impressed yeah, she's
2: yeah. working a lot of hours as a junior doctor i have to say even, yeah, she's, yeah. Full on, she's yeah. flat out, <laughs>
0: flat out. <laughs> wow so that's amazing. well that's impressive so you stuck uh, with the media in the end of the it yeah. which dit was that where was it based Andrew Street. Right, okay, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I actually had to do with a mock thing there for sure. I should have known that, yeah. Ah. A mock, Um. at one point of the course, they have to do, make up their TV show or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I was then an interviewer for somebody oh, in their right. TV show, yeah, yeah. Um. Oliver Dingley, oh, He's he, no. he dives for Ireland. He's a, uh, what you call, he does the Olympic diving, basically, wow. off the board. Yeah. <laughs> but he's studying that in DIT. He's <laughs> probably so going to say you go. for soccer, like he dives. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, Boo. Um, <laughs> but, oh, uh, when was that? That was that's a good question. That's one of those things that I need to keep a record of my job somewhere I, because I'm yeah. it's all over the. I don't know. It's I'm I think so it's within the now. last year, I think. <laughs> I <don't> okay.
2: <laughs> cuz I find it ever since leaving like school or college, I have no, you know, cuz you'd have semesters, or you'd yeah. have terms. I'm like, "Oh, that's a way to measure yeah. where it was where I was in my calendar." Yeah. Now I have no.
0: When you're freelancing, way. it's like, yeah, it's a when bit of a that? Yeah. Now well, as a comedian, it's like festivals. You kind of measure that's versus true, festivals. Actually, but I mean, one. if it's that's kind of outside the summertime, then Yeah. <laughs> the rest of the year is a bit of a write-off you know yeah. <laughs> um, so you can't remember what so you went from there to, to FM 104
2: yeah so I left and uh, which I, is
0: Dublin's radio station although it's 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 not national now is it it's much more in Dublin
2: Dublin very much yeah. Dublin okay. yeah like I mean I left and I didn't have a clue what I wanted to do still and I the whole freelance thing because generally when you leave you want to specialise in something so yeah. like I had and finally you have to pick between Documentary or drama or radio, and I went for documentary. Now we'd imagine in third year of TV production that was my favourite, favourite right. by far. But you couldn't make like you couldn't do that in fourth year. You couldn't specialise in that. Right. So I kind of knew or thought I wanted to go into more TV media that kind of thing. Um, but I did documentary, and after then I was like, I have no idea what I'm going to do because it's still all freelance and I don't know yeah. what I'm at. So I went home and started working at call center uh, for two weeks and lost my mind. I was having a breakdown. And then one of the girls was like, oh, I heard about this internship going at F104. I was like, great. Because Ultra College, I just used to put out funny like sentences or tweets. Uh, tweets, but they were like on Facebook because I didn't have Twitter at the time. Okay, So it was just as rather. Yeah. Uh, like funny things or funny pictures, or I'd yeah. Edit, Photoshop things and people are always like that's gas or if i met people on nights out they'd be right. like oh that picture was gas so that was starting to become a thing social media i suppose was big at that time so the internship was for at social time, media well, how,
0: how long was that now that can't be mean, that long ago. yeah two or three years ago was it
2: well like yeah it was 2013 sorry
0: one second cause i'm just picking up one second there i'll move mm-hmm. it back 2013 <laughs> 2013 that's where we were sorry about that ladies and gentlemen that's me being an amateur leaving all the doors open in the house if the builders weren't making enough mm-hmm. noise why don't you leave the doors open Stephen and uh, just the let washing them machine going in as well yeah. make
2: their tea
0: it can be <laughs> <laughs> um, so 2013 that's when you started doing all this funny stuff yeah,
2: on Facebook yeah was, Facebook was big was meme a meme co- okay, so
0: this stuff no. moved so fast no. a meme wasn't a thing in no. those days right okay no.
2: so this is how quickly things are moving yeah so like back then it was just like funny statuses or pictures or stuff yeah. from nights out even or stories like that uh so I was putting up stuff like that and people are like oh that's funny. And uh, I was like, "Huh, maybe I should keep doing this." I don't know. Right. And then that internship then came up when I left college. So that would have been 2015, I want right. to say I left college okay. and uh they advertised for that so I was doing their social channels. So I was in their office doing Facebook, Twitter, okay. Instagram and Snapchat. Now Instagram had literally just started. So right. that was Trying to build that up, um and yeah, that's why I was, kind of got more experience of Photoshop there. And right.
0: so you make them all on Photoshop, yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> I, like, I know it sounds like a <laughs> granddad, My,
2: like the Photoshop shop, is that? Photoshop, <laughs> that? <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. right?
2: Um, and from that, then uh I think Joe had actually seen a few things that I'd made, and someone had told them when the guys worked with them was like, "There's this girl, I see her doing a lot of stuff. She might be." good to get in because they were also looking for someone to do their social right. so they got on to me and asked would you be interested in coming to work with us
0: so this is joe.ie for those of you who i mean most everyone in ireland and maybe some of the uk are going to know mm. now as well because joe's gone into the uk as well big, yeah um but it's a huge online media channel i suppose yeah. media website that does content from podcasts to um to instagram to writing writing yeah, pieces and all yeah. that it's um it's huge at the moment so to get in there was just like
2: yeah but this is mad because this is back yeah, yeah a cool dude yeah. but this was back now before they were really what they are now yeah um, now it's
0: huge but when it, when it started out it yeah. was like this kind of cool
2: so even I was like oh, is that the place for me like as in, definitely would have been me for my humour, because I'm, like, yeah. one of the lads. Yeah. And it was very much a Because it is l- a lads. Yeah. Well, that's what it started as. I think it's far more now. Like, the listenership is, or readership, is rather pretty much 50-50 now. Oh, that's good. Cool. Which is great. Because um, it, it
0: was lad. It was basically supposed to be a lads magazine. Yeah. Thing, wasn't it? Yeah. 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 yeah.
2: I think when it started, which was a long time even before. When I was there, I wasn't even really that yeah. as much. Um, So... I thought about it as well because it was another internship. I was like, oh my God, I need a job, job. Yeah. But I was like, feck it, I'll do it. Uh, I think it could be really great. And it bloody was. Mm. Uh, the guy that I was working with, Gary Carroll, who I adore, uh, does all these videos. And I was a big fan of his in school. So like he would, did, I don't know if you've ever seen all the Daniel Donald flicking your bean videos. <laughs> or, I think I have, yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> a while like, ago, now, yeah. Yeah, years yeah. ago. They're like dubbed over videos that he did. And when I came <laughs> in and I was like, I'm working with you. I was like, this is a God. And I yeah. was like, oh, and like, I would go home telling people, you don't know who I'm working with. And so he taught me so much in Photoshop. And right. I was like, this man is a legend. And we got like, in the early days there, it was just, every day we just come in being like, right, what would we take the piss out of today? And I okay. remember my first day working there, he just Photoshopped the mustache off Marty Whelan. And I mean, that, you're just wow. like, Wow this is <laughs> what is
0: this so that, 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 that comedic mind that's what i'm fascinated about in in your work online is that like that's why i was saying i can't do it because it's, it's a complete different comedic sensibility to think in those terms you know what i mean so you think yeah. comedically through through uh, like what? Like even to think what it would look like to take off Marty Whelan's moustache. I
2: know. Like who
0: even thinks that? <laughs> do you know what yeah. I mean? But, it's like, but, but you were evidently doing that from a young age when you were doing yeah. all those videos. That, that mind was I there. Think you that know?
2: maybe, yeah, I think maybe that was where it all came from, that I always had a bit of interesting comedy anyway. Yeah. Um,
0: well, even the premises of those stories and short films you're telling, yeah, that's funny. You know yeah, I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: Um, so that then... That's when like memes and stuff started to yeah. become more popular, and like it is definitely different to try and like. So you'll see something like I remember the day Brexit first happened. You're like, oh my god, we need something quick and to be like the first person on it. But that's funny, and you're like, oh, that'll work. So I had it like Britain has left the group on a WhatsApp chat. Oh,
0: so that's really that's I remember yeah, that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah.
2: Know, so you're trying to think, but like that is definitely something that like. Uh, I wouldn't have been like you have to kind of get into the habit of that mindset of what's okay. memes and meme culture and like memes move so fast I there's a lot of like things on Twitter that people are talking about I'm like I have no idea what you're talking about or this right. format okay. there's just so many it's just gotten so big
0: and is everyone doing it or is there like because you know you say you meet that guy Gary Carroll is mm-hmm. it like where did he learn it from or is there a group of his peers that are doing it or is it just Justine and, and Gary doing it yeah, or like... A-
2: well I mean he even would have done stuff he's big into music and stuff as well, and he's done a lot of stuff with Rubber Bandits actually ah. and he's, he's from Clare, okay, Limerick that whole yeah. area but... um. He, I think, did a music course in college and right. was always doing funny videos online. Okay, and it yeah. seems to be, but that seems to be when I look back, that was such a different era era on YouTube when it was just doing funny videos. Whereas yeah. now YouTube is very much like YouTubers who are like it's documenting job. their yes. lives, yeah, yeah. documenting yeah. everything, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and that's not like when I look back at his videos or mine because I don't really do anything on YouTube now. It was just a different time in the internet. So it's crazy how fast it moves. That's
0: very. That's a great observation. That's very true. Yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah. Oh, I don't know. That's just what I've noticed. It's true, and
0: and the connection there. You're even making of between, for example, you growing up in Narber and. Um, i look at what the rubber band is like they might they might have had more yeah. time because they were that's in limerick you know yeah. so yeah
2: and i do think that's where gary was the same of right. just rural kind of rural
0: so you have more time to fuck about basically yeah. and find all these silly things yeah yeah
2: but it's bizarre because i was doing that at a time like with a camcorder where no one really had access to good quality cameras but you're now everyone yes on their phone alone you can do it on your has. phone yeah and it's definitely something that everyone can pretty much do now yeah so it was a different time in that not everyone was doing this back then either yeah. like I was the only one a knobber in our class anyway <laughs> they'd be like you know if it was a rainy day in our secondary school they'd be like should I put on Justine's YouTube and I'm like oh my god please <laughs> this is making the bullying worse because <laughs> like I'd have videos on there of me fucking juggling and I was such a tomboy <laughs> and the videos like me in an old man United jersey and a waistcoat it's atrocious and tracky bottoms <laughs> and I'm like this is why I'm being bullied people <laughs> like it's like you know so <laughs> character just building just for following it's, um, United that's just <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> that's the bad bit I heard there <laughs> I actually support Liverpool now oh do you what yeah, you can know, Liverpool now know, that is controversial Oh, shout out to all the Liverpool <laughs> yeah. fans do you know I did, an, I did an episode of this with Carl Spain we did a football episode so Carl's United I'm Your Arsenal, arsenal. Yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah, but um Jesus, I've had Liverpool fans Converge. like come come up to me, kind of like a maid of mine, going oh, I have. A, I met up with a friend there last week. We went for a pizza and I go see Tommy Tiernan and he sat down. And he goes, "I've I've, I've a bound to pick with you now about that. <laughs> and so, with Caris spain Liverpool are not MMM. I was like, "Oh my oh, god, it's a conversation oh. I had a month ago." But yeah. like, it's uh, it's fascinating the football rivalries. People, yeah, some people hold yeah. But how do you change from Man United to Liverpool?
2: Okay, okay. So Man United is from always being fickle.
0: S- Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> so
2: my united has always been in my family like everyone's pretty much my united so growing right. up that was just what you were born yeah, into you know yeah, what yeah, i mean yeah. you didn't have your own choice Didn't have it. a choice so that, the no. jer- yeah so the jerseys were all then hand-me-downs for my yes. brother cousins this crack and then when i actually started to know i was in school secondary school and then i got really into the Beatles
0: oh yeah i loved the music amazing we've a lot of
2: crossovers uh,
0: the- i've got <laughs> some Beatles uh, <laughs> relics around here to show you oh, that but yeah, yeah. I'm They loving, just came down i have a hard day I'm isn't loving isn't
2: the rubber duck
0: the rubber duck that's Jason Byrne gave me that ah
2: and, fantastic
0: uh, but the, there was a I have a hard days rock a hard days rock a hard days <laughs> night <laughs> vinyl somewhere it was on the oh, wall amazing. I don't know where it is now oh it's down there anyway I'll show you later so you're a Beatles head as well yeah
2: so Fa- have
0: you got a favourite Beatle
2: I mean I like saying Ringo because he's the one known. right no one's right. gonna you know what pick what yeah, yeah 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 a, so then
0: your Yellow Submarine's your favourite song of course yeah
2: <laughs> um, but uh, I started reading into them and I was like I really like Liverpool as a place. Yes. Um, brilliant. And that's, brilliant city. I bloody love it. It's brilliant. Oh, my God. And anytime I've gone there, I just love it. And that's when then, in secondary school, then I kind of
0: changed. Started to switch, yeah. Yeah. The, yeah.
2: the change happened. <laughs> but Liverpool,
0: I, Liverpool's very much... In, in my, my grandmother was uh, was Liverpoolian, born there. Oh, wow. And my uncle now lives there since, since the 80s. He's got four kids. So he's got four Scouse kids. I oh, don't talk like that. And stop asking that. me to say Jersey Dusek. And love love <laughs> But he that. lives two roads away from where my grandmother's father had a sweet shop in Liverpool.
2: Oh, my um,
0: God. Why are all
2: these crossovers? I know. In... But,
0: <laughs> <laughs> but that's, the, um, that's the kind of city it is. It's kind of mm. all those connections are all over the place. And, you know, I walk from his house. But last time I was over there, my uncle was doing a gig in hot water, and he, I stayed mm. with him. And we did, uh, he brought me for a Beatles walk around because I was like, I'd like to do the Beatles tour to see where everything was. Yeah. He's like, we can do it. I can bring you. And so we walked. We walked for a couple of hours. He brought me to John's house where he lived with Aunt Mimi. Oh, my God. And gosh. he brought me to Paul's house and he brought me to Strawberry Fields, and they're all within walking distance of his house. It was that fantastic. is insane. Yeah, yeah. It's great. It's great. It's amazing. It's an amazing city.
2: <laughs> yeah, I love it. And I've, see, now I love. My brother lives in Manchester. Ah, uh, okay. So that's how much of a diehard Man U fan he is. Right. Um, and I, kind of controversially, well, I, from Manchester, I adore Oasis. Like, there are yes, other big bands. Yeah. Like, they are my favourite yeah. band, I would say. Um, but just a comparison, when I've been in Manchester compared to when I've been in Liverpool, I just far prefer Liverpool. And my brother, like, My brother's a vegan and he's really artsy and I can see that. I'm like, when I go to Manchester, I'm like, oh, this makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, But I just prefer Liverpool. Yeah. And... Man and i had gone to shite
0: <laughs> oh, i am enjoying well. that yeah. i'm fucking enjoying that it's amazing it's
2: heartbreaking to see for my family because like they'll go over to old trafford and go to games and all. i'm like don't do it to yourself yeah i
0: wouldn't because like i I genuinely think there's a possibility of them being in a relegation battle honestly this it's, hilarious. it's atrocious it's al- <laughs> 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 i'm really enjoying it but um there you go you talked that you mentioned there recently and i know you've talked about it quite openly and publicly about this is the other crossover we have of bullying in school but mm. some of the mental health issues that you've had yeah and, and ending up in in psychiatric uh mm. hospital at one stage which i i mean i've i've been i've talked about that a lot recently because of the show that i did and i talk about it in that but that's a tough place a, a tough yeah place in your life to be in as a young person isn't it
2: oh absolutely especially because well, i was in it in twice i was in in care and the first time though was when I had anorexia in secondary school. So mm. that was, I was very overweight as a child. Mm. And when I went into, in primary school, it was all grand. We were all a little family. No one mentioned it. I always felt out of place. I always felt like that weird in, kid. Even in primary school? Yeah. Right, okay. um, And...
0: But the switch to secondary school is uh, fucking brutal, isn't it?
2: Yeah. But especially when you say they're like you're the only kid that went to your... Yeah. The, like a majority of our school would go to these other two schools. And then there was this third school in Narbor that was like, if you want to DOS, go there. Right. And this is where they got the new principal in who wanted to try and get everyone to go to college. So yes. that's where I went. And okay. a few of us went, but they split us into different classes. Yes, pretty much. Tough. And there was two of us kept in the same class. And uh, it was just so tough to try and make new friends you go from being like in such a small little family and like never was a small secondary school but for us because of how small our primary school was this was like oh my god we're yeah. never going to make it like yeah, we're never yeah. going to find our way around this school yeah and uh it was yeah i think i don't look back on it badly at all because i think everyone at that point was just trying to be cool and try and fit in yeah and like the boys would bully me being like you know, just calling me names, saying that I was fat and no one would ever like me. So there me. was the boys that were were doing yeah,
0: the bullying? Okay, yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. Um. That's tough, man.
2: Yeah, so you, I kind of felt like, oh my God, no one is ever going to give me the time of day or like me because of the way I look. So that just got bent in my mind of like, they'll like me if I'm thin. It's because I'm fat, they don't like me. Right. And I spent then the whole summer of first year, I was like, I'm just going to lose weight. And I went from... 12 stone down to six and a half.
0: You were saying that. I read that. Yeah. It's yeah, like fucking hell. And, and you are doing crazy shit like running yeah, at night. Yeah. Yeah. I'd have like. Cold baths.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It was. The thing is at, at the time we were having an extension in our house. So we didn't have an oven. So I got away with a lot of things that like. Oh I just lie and say that I'd earlier right i'd make toast and put crumbs onto the plate and then throw the toast in the bin stuff like this just to make my parents think that i was eating um and And are you
0: just creating all this stuff yourself like without because sometimes you can get that i suppose i can't imagine i'm not looking forward to having to deal with what my daughter has to go through with Mm, being online as a child today but you're you're not getting this information anywhere you're not you're not
2: no the only thing i had was a home economics book which where it basically just went through calories of everything like it was an okay. index of calories so right. i just that was just essentially then like a bible so to that was me your bible of, yeah so every week it was trying to cut more down to at the end i was eating barely anything like mm. um and I, I had to leave there had to be a gap of six hours between eating so if i got up in the morning i'd have to get seven in the morning so i could not eat then till six hours later in the day and then six hours again later and i remember like just doing terrible, like buying all these diet pills online and things, and then Jeez. not knowing what they are and yeah, taking yeah, load, yeah. not having a clue. Yeah. Um. And so then when I went back in secondary school, I hadn't been put in hospital yet. So when I went back in the second year, I was expecting that this is the moment everyone's going to be. Going,
0: oh,
1: yeah.
0: Oh, who's your one? <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: And everyone was just—I was still invisible, and it was like people were horrified, like okay. scared because I was. Terrifyingly thin, like right. six and a half stone, going in and been like wearing Jeez. gloves in September. Like, I was so cold, and I'd like hair like grown because it was just so yeah. cold, and my hair started falling out. Um, and that then I had to go into hospital, and it that was just the moment I was like, What is it about me? I was just like, I, I thought this would fix everything, mm. um, and it didn't. So, then yeah, I was in hospital then, but that was at a time where we hadn't had this open discussion of mental health everything's okay it's okay to get help it's okay to go to psychiatric hospital this was that time where it was still very taboo and i felt that made me feel like even more of an outsider or a weirdo because i had to go and do this and coming back then people knowing that i'd gone into a psych like psychiatric ward it was like this is making it even worse back then Mm. so uh that wasn't ideal yeah
0: um, it's this odd uh thing where because uh, i mean i wouldn't have spoken about it openly to anybody including the guy who was my bloody counselor who got me out of the hole mm. i didn't tell him anything honestly for like yeah. a year and a half oh, into
2: isn't it crazy into
0: the therapy I yeah. like the, like I had a girlfriend at the time when I ended up in in the psychiatric hospital very briefly because I only lasted a day yeah. and they were trying to get my dad to sign me in mm-hmm. and thank God he didn't because I'd, I had a number of serious attempts in my life but mm. they um he didn't I didn't tell anybody about that nobody knew about that mm. mean, was, it was just that which time not yeah really when you think about it that like everybody has to see <laughs> everybody society has to exactly. see that there's something bigger going yeah. on here if you've gone to that that kind of depth in your life and you can't talk and you can't tell mm. anybody about it you know because that I, I i i don't know if that's like I feel, but i think that's half of it Do you know that's half yeah of like, it's all so totally secret. Like, like my drug um my drug abuse stuff was all happened in secret nobody knew about it yeah
2: which is then what kind of when i went back to school then i was like oh i just find it bizarre because in school it's like everyone wants to fit in and be the same yes and then the second you went to college it felt like no one could be the same. Everyone has to be different. I was like,
1: yeah. I've spent six fucking yeah. years here and now exactly. this yeah. shit. But
2: I remember coming back to school and then being like, oh, everyone's happy now because I'm eating. So, but I was so uncomfortable. And I still like, I struggle so much eating now and there's really? so many foods. Still to, yeah. Right. So many foods I can't eat just because of, I couldn't eat. you know the calories? Like, yeah. Wow. Yeah, I can't ever forget that. And Interesting. It's, it's horrible. Like, um, do you think
0: that's a marker on your, uh, like, on your identity? That, um, how would you put this? Like, I know, for example, when I was going through uh, things as a teenager, that I had grasps onto certain parts of my identity. That they, mm. they, that I held onto them well into my 20s that like I'd be going on say for example if I was going on a date with a girl I always felt that the the, the first thing that I had to tell her was that I, you know, that I had a drug problem yeah. and then blah, blah blah and the happened years insane. ago and blah, blah blah and I had to go you know just Spiele. just so you know on the first date I would
2: do exactly that is insane <laughs> there you I've go the crossovers there. man <laughs> the crossovers
0: so there's this need to to do that for some reason. And then. I th- I know I personally have gotten to it. Now everybody's different. So I'm not saying it's the same for you. But you do have to kind of. At some point I had to kind of go. Hold on. I'm not.
2: You're not. Yeah. You're not.
0: That's not who I am. Yeah. That, doesn't, that was something that happened. Mm-hmm. That's something that I did. Doesn't and there, sure, yeah, it doesn't define you. Yeah. It doesn't. Exactly. Yeah. It does not define. And even coming down for me. It was stuff like being Irish. And stuff like that. And mm-hmm. you know. Like. As a kid, you know, being made fun of the way I looked at because I was different to because my mom was from Argentina or whatever. Mm. Like, it's not even that. But nowadays, it's normal. Do you know what yeah. I mean? It's Like, it's, Ireland is such a multicultural society, but in a small town in Cork, yeah, in the eighties, you know, that's not you know who who's your man, the Eskimo, like, yeah, I mean? and um, so although so even that was what london did for me actually living in london nobody cares where you're from Mm -hmm. in fact i'd get irish people in a shop if i'm serving people at at a table and in a restaurant whatever they're like oh where are you from I'm like holloway road what does it matter do you know what i mean yeah because in in london it's like you don't ask that yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. so just in terms of those parts of my identity yeah i used to i used to hold on to because i didn't drink for years and that was a big thing as well mm-hmm. as I, I don't drink why i don't want to talk about it you know I mean, yeah. it was a big identity yeah so i don't know but that's part of the process maybe you know
2: yeah but i mean that's because then when i was like oh everyone see me and that's happy so then i ended up becoming bulimic from that right yeah. and that's similar of like it's this whole secret of no one can ever know yeah. i can't tell anyone about this and then that kind of developed into me having problems with self-harm and then depression and then. Yes that went all through college and then I had serious attempts where I ended up back in uh, in care yes. in psychiatric yeah. hospital again so it's just been a long well,
0: I, it's not I, that long ago for you then yeah either.
2: it's not it's not
0: so you've you yeah. got to give yourself a bit of yeah but I mean it's,
2: it's uh, with the anorexia things like there's just certain foods like I've just accepted and I don't I hate that I want to try and reach a point where I am okay but I, I don't think I ever will be with certain foods and right. I was just here to point out like it used to be so much worse whereby I couldn't go out to meals with friends or I couldn't right. or say I remember going on a school holiday in fifth year and I had to like get in touch with the hotel in advance of be like because I knew they were giving us the meals every night to be like what do they actually have because is there anything I can actually even eat Right. and like, I can remember packing a Suitcase full of fucking rice cakes and apples and things just <laughs> in case. Like it was shocking. Like, yeah. but it's not like that anymore. Now I know if I go in there, I'm like, I know there's gonna be something that I can eat. Yes, it's yes, gonna be okay. Yes. But um, it's just a, it's an iron whereby by like even with mates say they'll have you over for a meal and they're after cooking a big lasagna or something. I'm like, oh no.
0: Yeah.
2: So I'll have to eat a bit, but I can't. You, I could not eat a lot because it just plays in my mind the right. whole rest of the day. All I'm thinking about is you at that, and then my tendency is like, go get sick. You need to get rid of it, and it's just battling that.
0: So that's still dialogue. a battle for you. Yeah. Right.
2: dialogue in my head constantly.
0: Goodness me. Yeah, so. And uh what was I going to say on the uh, Yeah, because you, you be we talked about Reezy be like you have a lot of health issues then as well, mm. like that all like yeah. <laughs> That's what I was going to talk about, your bloody teeth. That's yeah. been on the on the agenda yeah. this week.
1: How, <laughs> <laughs> how
0: <do> you <laughs> How's your tooth by the way? Or whatever it is the What a kick in the teeth. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> um I mean yeah, so I definitely have a low immune system, I think, because of just years. I of- think.
0: I think that's the first time I talked to you. I was like, God help <laughs> this bloody woman you were like- I text you on <laughs> on fucking Instagram and I was like go My girlfriend's a, a nutritionist yeah. <laughs> You need to have a word about about eating and about yeah. like how you can heal your body with exactly. the food you eat. Yeah, yeah. You
2: were just like go to a doctor <laughs> uh, because I think that's a combination of when I was in college, the house I was in had no central heating, so I think this might have played a factor in it. Right, and equally, my just food relationship with food and the things I eat probably do not help me having a very strong immune system. I have very low blood pressure, and I always have since anorexia. I've always had that, Um so all these things add
0: up. Fe- yeah, they feed each yeah.
2: other. Yeah, so I would definitely suffer a lot with just even picking up chest infections, yes. throat infections the whole time. Yeah. But that probably stems back from even bulimia and just. I would have a tendency to get more throat and chest infections from yes. that too. Um, and I, yeah, I just, it's always, in. so I would take a lot of antibiotics for, for that, mm. which then just basically kills all your antibodies. So you're not able to fight yes. infections. So it's yeah, just of a course. vicious cycle of course, that keeps yeah, going yeah. on. It is. Um, and then the teeth started playing up because of bulimia. And I was like, I should really go get them checked to see. Because of bulimia? Okay, yeah. Because you're
0: constantly because you puke up yeah this is it so the acids acid that, okay yeah. right so
2: it's that but also because the things you're generally binging on are like high sugar foods so you're getting like dig- cavities and stuff like that yeah. so i went to a dentist um to get that kind of sorted and uh, just ran into problems because of maybe dentists doing things they shouldn't have done as oh, well in the past all yeah. mm, oh, right yeah okay. yeah oh, so dear. yeah a uh, lot of <laughs> issues but most recently i had a uh abscess form and the whole jaw got infected and that's
0: why right, i saw that yeah there's so much so, so can, can i ask you what does it you 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 document this basically yeah. on instagram mm. every day yeah does that give you a sense <laughs> <does, laughs> but because i'm i suppose again it's you know people express themselves differently all the time but you 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 enjoy expressing it to people because it gives you some sort of but there's good feedback on some level or you have good relationship yeah. with your with your followers.
2: Like people have gone on to me like, I have no idea how you're doing this because I had to go get one tooth dealt with. And you've got like,
0: yeah, 11. I, li- I don't know how you're yeah. doing this. I'm like, yeah, it's not fun. It's not um, fun, but you kind of enjoy, you enjoy the kind of.
2: I'm like, uh, I kind so you of make, You make like, it turn
0: into fun as well. Like, you know, Yeah, that's the thing. Like
2: my whole face is so, and I'm like. Yeah, sometimes I
0: don't know if she's joking or not. I'm yeah, like, yeah, <laughs> I
2: no, um, So. Yeah, because of like, it was kind of like, I think a lot of time I don't like going onto Instagram and being like, my life's fucking great. Isn't it all perfect? Because there's yes. so much of that shit and it's yes. not true. None yes. of that is true that you it's see. So I'd rather just show people, this yeah. is fucking real life. Yeah. This is the shit that happens. Yeah. And yeah, I'd rather I'd rather see stuff like that, like yeah. relatable stuff. Because I've seen other people that go on and they've had health things or gone to get procedures. I'm like, oh, I've had that done. That yeah, makes me yeah. feel a little less. maybe it Relatable. Comes from, yeah. Maybe it comes from, Those times back in secondary school when I was in, you know, psychiatric order feeling like I'm I'm the only person going through this. Yeah, if you see other people, that's what it kind of feels like to me because I would do the same with going to therapy or things like that. Yeah, yeah, just to be like, I think that's far more. Mm. I probably see people talking more about going to therapy than I do to the. To get a load of dental work done. Really, these we'll have a yeah. chat afterwards. Who
0: do you follow on that? Because that's going to be interesting. We'll have a chat afterwards about yeah, who to follow. Because yeah. that that's interesting stuff. Because you, as uh, I read as well, you've been doing cognitive. You've been working out cognitive yeah. behavioral therapy, yeah. and that's been very helpful. But you're yeah. saying it's quite it's, it's just quite tough. hard work as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's yeah.
2: really you have to really invest in it and want to. Yeah, it's a lot of work and a lot of like repetitive thought processes yes. you have to go through and it, it can be just you're having a really bad day. like I can't be bothered doing this it's yeah, just it's yeah. easier to just go back into the negative and go down and spiral um,
0: that's one of the things I talk about on stage actually it's it's the thing about being depressed is that it's fuck. It's easy it's the easy option it's so and your role was right so it's like it's addictive being right all the yeah. time and like, yeah that fucker is a cunt he shouldn't have beeped you in the, in the game <laughs> you know what I mean yeah and so that is easy you know And
2: uh, no, you know it's easy to sit at home stay yeah. in and sleep and stay definitely, in bed man, definitely man watch a bit of Netflix my That's... cousin my
0: cousin was going through some cognitive, cognitive behavioural therapy it's stuff uh, he sent me the sheets he was like it's great it's yeah. working well for him and blah blah and it's doing him the world of good he sent me the sheets and I don't think I've read them <laughs> I've gotten the same. I've yeah. People
2: done that to me in the past. I'm like, ah, oh. and I have a workbook, and it's like, will I even open it? I'm so bad at times. It's just so. Is so it a
0: daily thing, or is it when you feel you're struggling I, with things?
2: I yeah, more so when I'm struggling. I should be doing it daily, and I'm okay. just very, very bad. Yeah, because uh, life just gets too stressful. Yeah. Um, but definitely when I'm trying, when I'm really struggling with things, because I would just suffer more. So when I'm doing more gigs. I actually with anxiety to be like it's so, okay, you're going to get through this. Like, I, I don't know. You suffer I go, about doing gigs? Yeah, ah, I do. So I So really performance do.
0: anxiety. Yeah, that
2: definitely is, yeah. but just with, with work and different things and I uh, don't, very insecure in that like I need a lot of reassurance of am I okay to actually do this? And like I would have to I have different friends who know this by me now to be like, Justine's gonna message me about this kind of thing. Right. Like, think, did I do the right thing in this scenario? Yeah. think and they're like, Yes.
0: I wouldn't I wouldn't be texting me now after this podcast, right? like <laughs> any reply. Because no. you're, you're doing a great job. Full oh. stop. So I've told you live, this is on the <laughs> yeah. podcast. No text after it. Right? <laughs> you don't need any reassurance. You've done an amazing <laughs> yeah. job. It's brilliant. Um That's go on. yeah,
2: so that like and and it's like in my head, I know it at some level, but I just need someone to reassure me, you are 100% right in this scenario. Like, I said said something to someone at work, I'm like, did I do the right thing there? Like, yes. I'm like, are you sure? Because I just don't want them to hate me. I don't want them to think blah, blah, blah. My natural instinct is that people hate me because yeah. of, I think it goes back to being bullied. I just That's the base level, what I would expect from someone. And it's constantly batting that idea in my head.
0: I feel like a lot of people go through that cuz I'm actually yeah. going through I like here's the truism I had a good game of football yesterday in the game that we mm. played <laughs> scored some goals it was great and at one point of the game See, this isn't my fault. I did you know the the flick over like this with the it's happened a couple of weeks ago and somebody got really badly injured, but you can drag the ball and you flip oh, it. Oh like yeah. That. So come was flying someone was flying from that side and I did that last second, he ran into me, he I bounces looked- off of me flat on the floor. Uh, but that isn't my fault. And I yeah. but I didn't go and see if he was alright. And we played on and we scored. Yeah. And I feel like he thinks I'm an asshole now. <laughs>
2: Ah, uh, well, I mean, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> game. That's the game. That's the, the game, beautiful that's game. Exactly, and I, yeah. sh- I always shake hands with
0: everybody after all that's, that. But yeah. that's the kind of thing I that know. is niggling in the back of my head mm. twenty four hours later. Which and it's pointless. I
2: know, and it's never like just it's never going to fix it. Is thing. I know this as well. Yeah. It's just like and you know it as well. You are like, there is no way he can hate me over that. So what's
0: the cognitive behavioral therapy on that?
2: To basically get in at the start to be like, be realistic here. Of like, okay, how realistic is? What you're thinking, or right. is it, and then to basically stop it from the get go before it spirals any further. And when you start to go any further, to go through the whole process again of are you what's the worst case scenario? Or how realistic is right. what you're envisioning? Like it's so
0: you break it, you break it down. down the logic of it, yeah, basically. Essentially, and, and yeah, okay, interesting, yeah. Because you're not a hater at all, Justine. You know that, don't you? Well, you don't, obviously.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's so bizarre. It's, yeah. so, it's, it's so hard. It's so hard. It's like to just... It is,
0: uh, have you noticed this common uh, common denominator of fact in comics? You've been getting into the comedy world on mm-hmm. the stand-up comedy stage. Have you noticed that in your conversations with other comedians and stuff like that? Which? That, that, that they're all going through that kind oh, of stuff. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, I
2: mean, that's everyone when they come off stage. Yeah, it's yeah. like... Yeah. You know, and then the whole imposter syndrome as well yeah. is the thing that, well, I get Judy anyway. Jay talks about that, yeah, imposter Holy syndrome. Holy yeah, Jesus. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. it's just... Yeah, so that. And definitely from talking more comments, I'm like, oh, it's not just me. <laughs> you know, it's definitely something I think everyone...
0: everyone. It's an old rule of, like... I can't remember. Loads of comedians say it. But the thing is, even if you bomb on stage, not you, any of us, we try mm-hmm. something new, it bombs on stage. We all go... Uh, for hours later, going oh for fucks, I was so I shit yeah. but the audience has forgotten of you. The time that's by the time so the next person comes true. on,
2: <laughs> that's so fucking. They're true. not even thinking about you. Yeah, and that and even if you had a
0: good gig, they're not thinking about you either.
2: No, and it's so humbling because I remember uh, I was in the international at the weekend and I did a really, really good gig. Great, the first show, the early Great. show, like couldn't believe it yeah. and I was like oh my god this is fucking great and then I went out for the second one and I was like well that brought me back to reality yeah
0: what was that was that Saturday or Friday it was Friday night Friday, yeah. the late shows yeah. in the inter are oh like oh my you gotta you, what, the more you do them the more you realise you that's treat them the as a different animal yeah because yeah. Um, I, it was
2: a big it was a big learning process yeah. doing it definitely
0: but that's great that's huge in a weekend in the inter it's fantastic
2: I'm bloody hell like that's the whole imposter syndrome right there then yeah. that kicks in so if I'm feeling bad about the gig then I'm like I don't even. Know deserve to be here but I've
0: seen you perform only once I think but like great writing great writing
2: I need to work on that I'm going to take a little break because I have to have a gum operation oh
0: that's going to be no good for the stand up no except I was thinking of
2: doing a Dame O'Clarke on it because you remember he got the hair transplant and then literally that night
0: it. oh him. yeah
2: and he was doped out of it and it's amazing <laughs> like i've I... done that
0: on a date i had to get a colonoscopy oh right? my
2: god and i
0: went out on a date uh that i was off my head oh on, uh, my god my my house i feel bad in saying this now but basically obviously colonoscopies where they stick the camera up you, right yeah and my housemate at the time had to collect me who is a gay man who it's 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 uh, and yeah. necessary for the purposes of the story that i said <laughs> that okay and uh they were like, the nurse was giving out to him, kind of going, you're not to let him drive, you're not to let him do this or that. Because I was apparently jumping out of the bed oh when I wasn't God. supposed to be going, I've got to go to a date, guys. Come on, like, I just, did, I shouldn't, up, I should cancelled. it. Yeah. I was telling the nurses, like, I, have, I have to go to a date. I remember them, <laughs> I, I remember being high saying it and I remember them giggling. And oh. um, so he comes and collects me. And uh, he was we We're getting the lift Down to the car park And he mm. says Now you don't You know You're not supposed to be driving They said I'm supposed to be driving. I was like I think I've got I think I've got something In my bum. And I pull down my trousers In front oh, of him Show my him my gosh. ass And go Is that lube Is that lube on my ass I'll never forget him He completely turns around And goes Oh my god Pull your trousers up Pull your trousers, <laughs> up, pull your trousers up Pull your trousers up And the be, and the, the, the door goes Ding And it's about to open. he's like Pull your trousers up Pull your trousers up Quick <laughs> He's freaking oh, out That someone gosh. thinks That we're up to fucking no good <laughs> in the bloody In the bloody lift so, that is a
2: good friend, I yeah. <laughs> think. That is a good friend. Yeah,
0: but I did. Like, well, he let me go. I drove to the bloody date and went on the date, oh. and I do remember saying stuff to her that the next day I was going. Jesus Christ, what am I saying? Um, wow. Well, what did I say? But anyway.
1: But
2: I respect your dedication to the date.
0: Yes, yeah. I am. Um, that did not work out. <laughs> but <laughs> <laughs> We put it down to the colonoscopy. It's uh, fine. I it probably fine. that's what I said. Like, sorry, I'm high. I had a colonoscopy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Great start <laughs> I'm
2: in
0: uh, So you go, You want to have an, A gum operation And take it to the stage yes, Possibly Off uh, your head Yeah
2: I don't, I don't think I'll do that But what I want to do Is uh, take a little bit of time To write better things Because I just got into A habit of like Okay I'm, This is Okay Yes But uh, it needs to be And the inter is a big eye opener For that Of like I just need Way better stuff So I want to take a bit of time Not performing And just write so that's it'll bode well with having no mouth to perform with
0: because of yeah. the stitches. When, and when is that? When does the operation? Uh, happen? The
2: thirtieth of October.
0: Okay, before Halloween. Oh.
2: Yeah. So I'm trying to incorporate that into my costume. I'm thinking of going. I want to go as Delhi Rat for Halloween. I think that'd be great. Who's
0: Delhi Rat? <laughs>
2: Did you see this in Applegreen?
0: Like no.
2: Oh my god! Well, I spend a lot of time
0: in Apple oh, Greens. Oh,
2: <laughs> it's a good thing you're sitting down for this. Okay, okay. so. Um, <laughs> Two weeks ago in Oh I did you I did, did. That yeah. was an apple green That was an apple green Oh if I'd have known that <laughs> Well they've shut down That whole apple green For an investigation Which one was now. it uh, Was it Cherrywood I want to say
0: Cherrywood
1: Out That's near Dublin near, is it
2: Yeah yeah oh so, south
0: dublin yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh so
2: i'd God. never be in those apple greens it's always fine driving down the oh, country man. somewhere on a motorway yeah so totally we're fine
0: cork we're fine. belfast galway, galway. Apple yeah greens, the hot yeah. spots yeah
2: for gigs really
0: yeah for gigs yeah. yeah so i do hit the i've hit the apple greens and castle bellingham twice yes. this twice this week for newry belfast gigs um but, so yeah.
2: they're all fine there's no right. rats around there but okay. that's what i was thinking for halloween a uh, bit of Brennan's bread the brown bread <laughs> packaging and then see a that's great head.
0: comedy that's great that's a great comedic mind that's Let's brilliant It's
2: there's that or it's Maria Bailey on a swing but that's I'm <laughs> going to have to actually build a whole swing
0: I thought that would be deadly where's the party where's the fancy dress party I have nothing to okay. go <laughs> to this <laughs> <laughs> is just for your Instagram is yeah, it yeah, yeah I mean
2: yeah. I, like I want it but my mates at home are so like no fuck that but you know like up in Dublin if there was something to go to but yeah it's so hard and I see, we used to have a friend in in uh, work who'd always have a house party but she lives in Australia now so
0: so that, that'll be an expensive Halloween it party would, to go yeah, to yeah it'd
2: be so worth it, her, it would be. her life like Halloween she's one of those people you know and like Halloween is their Christmas yeah oh my god her parties were insane
0: well I have to say this has been an absolute pleasure speaking it to has. you and I want to say that a big fan of yours that's why I wanted to have you on a big fan of your work ever since
2: i saw you the first time i ever saw you was in cherry cherry, in cherry for the very first time i'd say it was about Where two was years that? ago you had a white t-shirt on what,
0: was it an adidas t-shirt <laughs> yes oh that was one of my first back in ireland
2: that's incredible because I, I, I remember ha- seeing that i was like oh my god this because i'd never seen you like and i would have been starting to go into gigs at that time right okay yeah, yeah yeah um and i was like oh my god i've <laughs> never seen this dude around <laughs> i and was I just it. i was
0: just off the um yeah, I have pictures of that gig. That's weird. That, mm. that that's the year at got the crossovers again. Yeah. So I was just I was just coming back to, to Ireland and I was new to the scene and I couldn't um it was tough at the start, you know, to get well, yeah, to get LinkedIn. Yeah. Well, no one knows you as well. No I one knows like, you yeah. what way does it work? How do you, you know, how who's the what's the gigs we doing and mm-hmm. all that kind of crap? It's tough to navigate because it's very different to London. That's the thing. Completely the way the way that it's run is completely different. It's all about who you know here, and that's not a bad thing because when people, you know, when you do a good job, they'll look after you as well. Kind of thing, you know. Yeah, like Aiden's great in the international Mm -hmm. for giving you an opportunity. Aiden's been amazing to me, you know, and I'm so glad to hear that you're you're doing the interview because. Um, he's been great to me for for opportunity, but it's it's about knowing Aiden. If you try to text him or call yeah, him, it's a disaster. Yeah. But Aiden, Aiden will look after you, you know. Or exactly you know, don't do e- In London, it's email, formal, you know, structured, you know, blah yeah. blah, blah blah. Book it seven months in advance and blah blah blah. That's blah, the blah, thing, and the
2: school has got so much bigger. It's they don't know really everyone, and it's, yeah, it's very yeah, much, yeah.
0: And again, you, once you build a relationship to yeah. a certain point, but you still have to go through all Jesus, the formalities. It's admin. It's admin. Mm. You have to do all the admin over there. Um, but yeah, when I first settled in here, so I was checking everything comedy out. So that's probably how we came yeah. across you, how I came wow. across Justin Stafford on the, on the Instagram. We could have
2: been down at Whitewoods fishing and not fishing knowing down a all knob these
0: years ago. Fishing down a knob, looking for a pike, but yeah. throwing stones in front of my brother and going, <laughs> Jesus, the size of that pike. But um, listen, I'm a huge fan. And keep doing the what same. you're doing, man. And... Uh, i love your work on if you i mean you have enough followers we're going to give you a fucking instagram (laughs) shout out but fuck her i need more followers than justine she's got like a million followers on (laughs) it's it's at justine stafford is it
2: yeah there's an underscore underneath stafford because that name was taken so
0: yeah on instagram but twitter
2: is just at justine stafford as well so either of those all right and i'll get my followers and they'll all follow you
0: yeah yeah um but what was i going to (laughs) say Yeah, what's, what, what is the plan for the next year? Just crack on with the stand-up? Yeah. Keep doing the online work That's and the content? That's pretty much it. I meant to ask you about the Tri Channel. You've been doing the Tri Channel oh, as well. Would you like yeah. to move more into videography and stuff for like that as well? Yeah. And do some YouTube stuff?
2: I'd like to do kind of series here in Ireland because I love going and I've done a few videos of like going to weird festivals here in Ireland. So like, oh, yeah. there's one. It's very close to Naber, actually, Muff Fair. I know and. Oh my god like muff just Muffinubber g- next yeah. week to each other. We're That's the a, thing. Yeah. It was like how do you get from Muff to Nubber? Yeah. Ah, you know. So um
0: <laughs> wow. A, d- uh, a dance party. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> the school uh, days go. Anyways.
2: <laughs> yeah. Um and I like go into the ploughing every year. The characters, you yes. mean, and you know that from yes, being down the there. Is as unbelievable. As well. The people that come up to biggest outdoor like, event in
0: Europe. this Is it like bigger than Glastonbury? Essentially, bigger than Glastonbury. Like, there nuts. you go.
2: Um, so I love going to these kind of festivals. Or like I love to go to Lysnverna, Um And there's like the Irish Bog Snorkeling Championships every year. <laughs> I'd love to do a series and all this around Ireland. Right. And uh, do a, I could maybe do with the triathlon or something like that and just yeah. branch out because I think that for like. E- equally people in Ireland like Americans oh my god seeing that kind of
0: quirky oh, they're gonna that love that that shit. eat that up Absolutely. eat it up
2: so uh, I'd love to kind of branch out and do more of that and just do more sketches and things I want to get more into doing because uh, yeah. I used to do so much of that but okay. it's harder it's actually harder since technology is advanced because like if I set up my Canon camera now it's so hard if I'm just filming me to see if I'm in focus because yes. I might be in focus and I go check it and then you it's need so the hard kind of a team these days you do. for all you do. that crack yeah. like I can edit in that but it's literally to have one person there to help yeah. shooting yeah yeah um, but definitely I have a lot of random sketches I'd there like to were. do yeah. You're
0: doing great work. I look forward to seeing what you're doing next. I look forward to seeing you are gonna write your first hour sometime. I look forward to seeing what I'm that is.
1: Yeah. You, I'm looking
0: forward to seeing what you do as a stand up <laughs> and you're working on And thank you so much for being open and honest about uh, uh, about your you your challenges. But like it's great to because to, I'm I'm ignorant to a lot of that stuff and um, you know, eating disorders and the the mental health issues that go with that, and to hear that you're being honest about it and still going through mm. it, but you're still being funny. I think that's that's yeah. That's the real world, ironic. man. Yeah, um, yeah. So I think, I, I'm sure, I hope there's other people listening who are struggling with certain challenges that, you know, this could be helpful as well. So genuinely, totally. thank you so much.
2: Yeah. And if you have a colonoscopy, don't go on a date. <laughs> that's what we've learned today. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that is, yeah. That's the, uh, wow. That's a takeaway here. That's a takeaway here. <laughs> if there's... But why didn't they wipe the lube away? That's what that's I want. To, the that's the real question. You're high and then you're feeling like <laughs> what's been what's been going on down there? They should have wiped my bum bomb Yeah. There we go. <laughs> we'll leave on that, I think. <laughs> Good night, Noble. Thanks
2: for having Thank me. You. You come here on now, you gotta look at <laughs>